Welcome, Skillman family, to episode three of Continuing the Conversation podcast here at the Skillman Church of Christ. I'm with my coworker and friend, Jake Jacobson. Hello, hello. And if you would notice, uh, we have a new name for this podcast. Uh, we decided that we would call it Continuing the Conversation. And uh, the idea is that what happens on Sunday, what happens on Wednesday night, that it doesn't end there. But that uh, what we want to do as a spiritual family is we want our, these, these talks, these issues, uh, these themes to be always uh, on our minds and always talking about it. And so we thought a cool name for this will be Continuing the Conversation. This is episode three. And we have an incredible live audience of four at this time. We might have more trickle in a little bit later. But we have Grant Williams in the house. We've got Lisa Mason and we have Bill and Mary Hogan, some of the faithful here, and so we're so happy you are here, and hopefully you'll hear some of them uh, throughout this podcast as we talk about some of the issues and themes that are on today's agenda. But uh, right now, Jake, um, you're preaching uh, this Sunday, and we're going to upload this podcast on a Monday, so by the time that we upload this podcast, you will have already preached this sermon. And uh, give us a quick, what are you going to preach about, and what's kind of the main idea of your sermon this Sunday? So my first instinct is to, is to say no and just to come on Sunday, but then the timing doesn't really work out because you're already listening to this, hopefully having already been there. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But uh, just to recap what we talked about yesterday, uh, we talked about uh, when we talk about spiritual growth and transformation being our theme for the year, uh, there's a number of things that we can do to contribute to that in our own lives. And I think, John Mark, you've done a good job of trying to encourage us to do that on Sundays, but also outside of Sundays. Uh, we're, we're excited about what we're doing on Sundays mm -hmm. this year, but if that's where it stops, if that's where it ends, if that's the only thing that you're doing uh, to try to experience growth, then mm -hmm. it's not enough. Mm -hmm. And uh, the Monday through Saturday will eventually wear you down, uh, and Sundays alone can't keep up yes. uh, with what, yes. what's going on. So we're going to be talking mm -hmm. about yesterday, in fact, we already did talk about, mm -hmm. uh, talking about focusing in on some of those things that can really help to ground us and uh, the things that can help to uh, sustain us in our faith. And so yes. specifically, we talked about the person of Jesus and the God it. who we meet, which is uh, something that is uh, really beautiful about Christianity is that this is not just a God somewhere out there that uh, you know, we make a sacrifice to to appease. Mm -hmm. It's not a God who set uh, creation in motion like a clockmaker yes. and then backed away and has nothing to do, but this is a God that we can physically meet. And we yes. meet God in Jesus. And so we talked about that yesterday. I love it, man. And uh, you, you and me, uh, we have kind of laid out the sermon schedule for, up until uh, April, uh, Easter Sunday, which is April 12th. And uh, what we have is you on the schedule, you're going to preach four separate times. And each time you're going to take an element of some of the core beliefs that Skillman has, expound on it, put flesh and bones to it, take that concept, that theolo theological concept, and really bring it home to practical life. And so that's kind of the plan for you to kind of tackle that. Thank you for doing that, by the way. It's, that's, sure. a, that's a tough task. But in your opinion, why do you think that it's important for us to spend time talking about some of the core beliefs that we have as a church family? Yeah, I think uh, it's no secret. It, should, it shouldn't be a surprise to us that in our day-to-day uh, and -day in the way the world is, uh, that it's easy uh, to hear uh, interesting ideas, cool ideas, and some of them match very well with mm -hmm. Christian thought, and some of them uh, maybe be kind of the opposite. Yeah, oh yeah. And uh, it's, it shouldn't be a surprise to us that there is just so much available out there. 
Yeah. And yeah. so when we, when we think about all the things that, or let me make it personal, when I think about all the things that I'm interacting with throughout the week, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I just think about digital content. Mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. that's the only thing, and uh, yes. I, I see a lot of that uh, throughout yes. the week. Uh, we, my wife and I have uh, accounts with Netflix. Oh, yeah. With Disney Plus. Come on now. With Hulu. Oh, yeah. With Amazon Prime. Preach it, brother. With YouTube TV. Man, all those. <laughs> now, the good news is, uh, well, I don't know if it's good news or not. Confession yeah. time. Uh, yeah. We share some of those platforms with other people. Hey. And so yeah. <laughs> the, bills, do it. the bills not necessarily always come into 3719.seta. <laughs> Uh, but uh, uh, that, and that's just digital content. Oh, uh, my wife and I, we both like to read a lot, and so yes. we read a lot of fiction. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, we interact with a lot of people throughout the week. Uh, I mean, there's all kinds of different ways uh, yes. that we're I- engaging in content. And so oh, man, why is it important to talk about yes. some of the core things mm-hmm. is just to stay grounded, Exactly, is to remind ourselves of uh, this is what we say we believe, and these are the things that, uh, that we want to talk about and we want to understand and we want to grow in and, mm. and wrestle with. And so yeah. uh, this week in talking about who is God, uh, of course, uh, I only have 25, 30 minutes. And so, <laughs> so everybody I come to terrib- Stillman this Sunday, uh, Jake's going to define God. Yeah. I, did, I did a terrible job. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, yeah. it, it's Wednesday now. Sunday's four days. Oh, yeah, I did, yeah. I know I did a terrible job on Sunday. Oh, but but I'm just going to at least start the conversation. And it. uh, it's, it. it's something that we can... Think about, and of course, there's so yeah. much more to it than just that question. Exactly. So that's kind of why I'm going to exactly. be dropping in a couple of times. Is man, just to yeah. start the conversation on something that's important to us. I love it, man. And, and there's a way to talk about God, which I know. I mean, admittedly, you're being very humble. It's it is. It's going to be hard to talk about it. But you're going to do a great job because I think what you'll do is get that conversation started. Uh, really allow us to think about things throughout the week and give us that kind of that core, maybe some things to think about to to take us. Through the week, Monday, Tuesday, as we think about the divine God. And so this, this particular Sunday is God. Mm-hmm. You're going to talk about God. That You've just heard that sermon. And next time you preach, uh, what are the other three topics? Have you decided kind of what you're going to hit on? I've got a couple of ideas. And, uh, in fact, if anybody wants to tell me what they think is most important, uh, I'd, I'd welcome uh, that. Anyone in the audience, you know, if you, if you think of something, you think, hey, this is, this is what you should talk about, uh, let me know. But uh, uh, one of the things that I know that I want to talk about and... Uh, uh, we're also talking about this in mm-hmm. my uh, spiritual practices class this Sunday, yesterday. Yes. And that is the topic of sacrament. And oh, so yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. for Churches of Christ, we, we hold dearly uh, baptism and the Lord's Supper, communion. Mm. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. we hold those dearly. Uh, we believe that they are sacramental in nature. And so mm-hmm. I'm going to talk a little mm-hmm. bit about what is a sacrament wow, uh, and why, why do we do those. So I know that that's going to be one topic. Yes. And yes. Uh, I, I will probably, I like to do this, and I, I know probably other people don't like it, but I like to try to take topics that we've heard a lot and, and talk about them. It, yeah. in just a slightly different way. In a new light, kind of, yeah, uh, yeah and so, different lens. So yeah, uh, I like that. You know, don't, don't, <clears throat> don't come expecting uh, the, what you've always heard about <laughs> baptism in the Lord's Supper. Hopefully there is some of that included in it. I'm yes. not trying to stray away from those, exactly. uh, those things are important, but exactly. I, I, wanna, I always want to try to present something in a slightly different way so you're not just hearing something that you've, you've heard your entire life. Yeah, I love it, man. Uh, so that, that's at least one topic. Uh, uh, a couple of years ago, I think it was about a year and a half ago, you and I did a... Uh, uh, sermon series on the Holy Spirit, mm. and you know we could probably talk about that forever. Oh wow! Yes. Uh, but I will say I think that's probably one of the things that I am going to avoid in mm. this uh, yeah. time, not because it's not important, uh, yeah. and not because there's not a lot to discuss there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, but uh, you know we we at least started the conversation a year and a half ago, and so people could they could yeah. scan back and search the podcast, yeah, uh, and listen to that. 
But uh, there's a couple more things that are kind of on the back burner, and I haven't fully decided. Yeah, yet, so. it's going to be good, man. Yeah, that, that Holy Spirit series, that was fun. I remember that. Uh, I also remember that I made the graphic for that, and I made the graphic because I thought, you know, Holy Spirit, fire. And so I found this graphic, and it had this, this flame in the background, and I put Holy Spirit on it. And, you know, I was so happy with it. I sent it to you. You, you, know, you liked it. And we ended up putting it everywhere, and we even put it in our marquee. I remember that funny story of someone rushing into the church and saying, guys, take that down right now. That looks like, <laughs> looks like uh, you know, the burning fire, you know, that we're trying to scare people to come. You Fear know. tactics. Exactly. And in, in making that design, I had, had no, I wasn't even thinking about that. I was thinking about the Holy Spirit being, you know, a fire that kind of catches on and but I, I wasn't thinking about scaring people, but anyway, unintended consequence. Yeah, sometimes we, uh, you know, they say another set of eyes should always look yeah. at something, but when it's you and I, probably we should yeah. add a third set <laughs> yeah, exactly. of eyes, because I yeah, think exactly. there's a lot of stuff that goes over our heads. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm excited about this, man, because uh, this will give us a chance as, as a community to talk about some of the core beliefs. Um, and it makes me think a lot about Romans chapter 14. Uh, Bill, you know that text very well, Romans chapter 14. Uh, it talks about, um, it's, a, it's a chapter, the weak and the strong. And in Romans chapter 14, uh, verse 1, it says, except the ones whose faith is weak. And then it says, without quarreling over disputable matters. You know, this is a word, disputable matters, that's tossed around a lot in churches. And, and I'd be kind of curious, uh, those here in the audience, even Jake, how, how would you guys define in the context of a spiritual community, what is a disputable matter? They're thinking about it, so I'll, I'll, I'll jump in and say everything. <laughs> yeah, all right. Everything. Expound, man, expound. Well, uh, and I don't know that this is the way that it should be, but uh, this yeah. is, so far, this mm-hmm. has been my experience, mm-hmm. is that uh, uh, anything, uh, each, each person uh, here at this church, each person mm-hmm. uh, probably across the world, understands faith in just a slightly different way. Mm. And, yeah. uh, and so at some point, we're going to come across something that we think differently about. It yeah. doesn't have to be yeah. a negative thing, but uh, we think differently about it. And so then yeah. n- now there's that opportunity for dispute or disagreement mm. or conversation, discussion. discussion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think uh, we're all sick and tired of the disputes about the color of the carpet Oh, yeah. And what p- yeah. color to paint the walls. Oh, come on, yeah. Uh, yeah. Everybody is sick and tired of those. My vote, though, is maroon. I, I've always maroon? wanted maroon walls. I don't know. Yeah. So I've th- never got my way. Uh, should we change our catchphrase to gig em? <laughs> Oh, man, I, that would be a dream come true. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> sorry, I just got, I got to start daydreaming a little bit how, how beautiful that would be. But, uh, yeah, continue, man. About, uh, uh, well, I just, you know, uh, I think we're all sick of those things, but I think yeah. there are uh, some things that, uh, n- number one, for me, there are th- things that are fun to talk about. Yes. And th- those don't yes. have to be negative things. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't have to be negative disagreements. Yeah. But things that we think differently on and we can mm-hmm. benefit yeah. from having a conversation about. And I, I don't know that I would necessarily classify those as disputable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, I think there, there are certain things that we all know we're sick and tired of those. Yeah. And then there are other things that may- maybe it's fun to talk about and to learn yeah. and to grow and to exactly. challenge each other. Uh, but then I do think there's that other category that you're searching for, uh, mm. that you're searching. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm. has anybody ha- in the audience had a chance to think of something? Well, well it seems like the, <coughs> excuse me, the most mm. disputable thing is like baptism, mm. dunk, or you sprinkle, or mm. something like that. Mm. And then the music and acapella, piano, guitar, whatever. 
Yeah. And, um, you know, then you get into your charismatic portions. Do you speak yeah. in tongues mm. or healing or whatever? Yeah. You know? Ooh, those are three, yes. three big topics there. And, yeah. uh, uh, Lisa so we, Mason coming strong. We've right. got uh, mm. things like uh, how, how to worship. What's mm-hmm. the proper way to worship? Yes. Uh, yeah. We've got what are the spiritual, what are the true spiritual gifts? What are the ones that build up the community? Yeah. And uh, I think those are yeah. big, big topics of discussion. Yeah. But, you know, one, one thing I want to press you a little bit, Jake. I'm going I'm to make the, your seat a little bit hot, you know, a little about, about this. <laughs> is that are there, are, there, are there beliefs or are there things that should not be considered disputable matters? Mm. But is there, are there certain ideas or certain uh, beliefs that, we, that all the church, that everyone in the church should agree on? What, what do you think about that? I think uh, the short answer is yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the long answer is I don't know what they are. <laughs> and I'd be willing yeah. to, uh, to jump around in a number of things. But uh, one of the things that I've always kind of thought personally mm-hmm. is uh, I try to hold, uh, hold my faith lightly. Mm. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is not that I, I don't take it seriously and that it doesn't you know, govern my entire life, but uh, is to be willing to uh, wrestle uh, and allow for push and pull back. Mm. And, uh, and I think that's one of the things that uh, gets us into trouble sometimes is when we hold tightly to the things that we believe. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and the language that I'm using is not perfect. So mm. you know, g- give oh, me yeah. some grace. It's always uh, grace. Listeners. Yeah. We're a people of grace. Yeah. And, uh, but uh, this idea that, uh, that I've got it, you know, the way that I think about Christianity is exactly the way that Jesus meant for it to be mm-hmm. and that God wants me to, uh, I, I know that that's not right. So, and that's, yeah. what, that's what I mean when I try to say, I try to hold on to it lightly. Yeah. And yeah. that way that gives me the freedom and flexibility to kind of wrestle a little bit mm. and allow for some movement. Yeah. Not, not a lot of movement, not any movement. Yeah, but, exactly. Uh, a little bit of movement for, for me to, okay, you know, I, this is how I used to think about it or maybe yeah. this is how I still think about it. Yeah. But you know what? There's other people who think about it differently and mm. let me engage with them and let's have yeah. a little bit of push and pull back. Yeah, and uh, and try to understand one another, and uh, like Lisa said, may, maybe we aren't as far off as we think we are uh, when yeah. we initially present what we say. Exactly. Uh, and exactly. so, in continuing that discussion, uh, then you can kind of come come together. Uh, okay, so I'll give you some specifics, just because yeah. I know that you. Oh, I, got, I got some you, more you questions some, for you, man. You want, you want some specifics? I can tell. <laughs> uh, so I think there's a couple of things um, uh, that I definitely hold. Mm. Uh, very strongly. Uh, yeah. And I, there's probably more than this, but I'll give you three. Okay. And I, hopefully that'll be enough for us to chew on for a second. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, but number one, uh, that God is love. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's in I the think, Bible. I think that's in there. That's, uh, yeah. yeah. That's, maybe that's maybe even a couple of times. <laughs> uh, but I think, I, I think for me, that's something that uh, is extremely essential mm-hmm. uh, because mm-hmm. uh, if you read this story through a different lens, yes. uh, I think you can come to a drastically a different outcome. Mm, and mm. for me, that's a really important lens uh, yeah. to read all of the rest of it through. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm going to hold on pretty tightly to that one. Yeah, it's a, it's a good one. Uh, I'm going to hold on tightly uh, to the idea that God is seeking to reconcile the mm. world and offer mercy that's a good to us. One. That's found in the Bible. Uh, I think it's, right? in yeah, it's maybe, in there. Maybe maybe yeah. a time or two. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm going to hold pretty tightly to that one. Uh, yeah. I think uh, if if that's not the, the whole purpose, the whole goal mm-hmm. of this, if, mm-hmm. if it's not reconciliation, yeah. uh, renewal, uh, yeah. mercy, uh, then I think uh, we're kind of fooling ourselves about 
mm-hmm. what, what we're doing here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then the, the third one that I'll mention is uh, about the role of Christ. I think Christ mm. is necessary. Oh, uh, yes. As, as uh, kind of uh, the one who mediates. Exactly. Uh, because we can't do it on our own. And mm. so I think if you, if you leave that kind of section out, then yeah. uh, you kind of end up possibly with a theology of uh, doing good works and, and, okay. yeah. and trying to get there on your own merit. Yeah. And uh, that, so I'm going to... I'm going to hold tightly to at least those three things, and I'm sure that there's more. But Yeah, yeah. Those uh, beautiful things, man. And, uh, you know, you and, uh, we've studied church history, and I think a lot of the, the people who are listening and people in the audience are pretty familiar with, with church history and some of the uh, – just the way that the church has uh, manifested itself over time. And, and one of the things that the early church had to do, though, uh, which – you know, they there was different beliefs systems out there. There was some people saying this about who Jesus was. There were some people who were saying that about who Jesus was. Who you know, there was all these conversations, and so the the church, the apostles, uh, got together and they came up with what's called the apostles, well, the apostles' creed. You know, as far as it's one of the earliest, and then there's the most also a famous called the Nicene Creed. And so you know, the purpose of these creeds were to, uh, I guess, put into words some beliefs that would unite the community of faith and you know really say that this is who we who we are you know what's your what is your take on the purpose of these statements or creeds um and would you consider those disputable or is that kind of the Mm. where the disputable lies yeah i think uh tough questions by the way man yeah yeah yeah. and feel feel free to chip chip in anybody thanks for the Easy questions. Yeah, thank goodness I'm the host this week, man. Uh, thank goodness I'm asking the questions. Well, I think uh, I, I, creeds are fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm a nerd. Everyone, I think, by now knows that. Uh, yeah. I'm kind of a nerd in nature. I like to read and study. Mm-hmm. And the creeds have always kind of fascinated me, not because uh, I think that they, uh, you know, I think one of, one of the parts of your questions is, are they indisputable? And mm-hmm. I think the answer is no, mm-hmm. because I think, uh, mm. They were formed at a particular time mm. for a particular purpose, mm. and as you read them, and if you yeah. compare them alongside the period of church history that they're in, you can see, yeah, uh, kind of almost some of the arguments and disagreements mm-hmm. that they were trying to decide and settle. Yes, uh, yes. And so you know, if you think about uh, there, in in the creeds, there's this one huge argument, uh, mm. and it's all over mm. this Greek word uh, homoousius. Uh, so if if you don't like Greek, skip. Three minutes in the podcast ahead, <laughs> uh, but there's this, there's this word uh, homoousius, and it means uh, of the same substance. Yes, uh, oh, and yeah. and so they they have this whole disagreement mm-hmm. about is Jesus of the same substance as the Father or not? Mm. And the creed includes that word homoousius because they they end up deciding yes, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, he, yeah, Jesus is of the same substance of the Father. The Father, yes. Now, I don't know that that's necessarily a question that we're still wrestling mm. with. Yeah, yeah. Right now. Yes. Uh, I mean, they kind of solved it mm. for us, mm-hmm. which is nice of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we're not necessarily wrestling with it anymore. Mm-hmm. And so that, that's kind of what I mean when I say I think the creeds, uh, they, they had a particular uh, purpose. Yeah. And oh, they, yeah. they were located in history yeah. with what's going on, the discussions about uh, the nature of faith and things like that. Uh, but even still, they, they do fascinate me. And so mm-hmm. uh, if we were to ask what are the creeds useful for today, which I think uh, in our tradition, uh, mm-hmm. uh, the typical answer has been nothing. Uh, the creeds <laughs> yeah. aren't useful at all. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I would counter against that a little bit. Mm. I would say I think that they mm. are useful. Maybe yeah. not. Uh, they're not the end-all, be-all, but mm. I think that they yeah. are uh, or can be helpful. Yeah, they can And be. Uh, they, they can at least help offer you, uh, just like what we're trying to do here, mm-hmm. some ways of thinking about 
what is the faith that we say? Yeah. Uh, and yeah. it, it kind of says, okay, well, let me lay it out for you. Here it is. Exactly. Uh, yeah. In just a few sentences, here is the basics of the faith that I say. Yeah. And so that, I think that's helpful, uh, mm-hmm. you know, especially, uh, you know, uh, if you're thinking about somebody who's new to faith, you mm-hmm. know, presenting them with, okay, what is this whole thing about? Okay, well, yes. here, here you go. Yeah. You know, we, in our tradition, we, we say no creed but the Bible. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. uh, of course, that places a high emphasis on Scripture, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. uh, beautiful. But the creeds mm-hmm. uh, are based out of Scripture. They, mm-hmm. They're pulled out of yeah. these ideas. They, they don't just come from thin air. You know, yeah. It's not just like I, today I have this gut feeling that I would like to eat at this particular restaurant, and so I'm yeah. going to put that in the creed. No, they're yeah. pulled from Scripture. Yeah. Um, and so I think uh, they also kind of do a good job of condensing and summarizing uh, mm-hmm. and saying, this, this is some of the stuff that comes out of Scripture that's really important. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so anyways, I don't know if that answers all your questions or even most of your questions, but... Uh, I love it, man. Yeah, I love it. It's good stuff. And, and you know, we're right now entering into a season in our uh, church. You know, last uh, two Sundays ago, we talked about, as a church, we are... Uh, entering into a, a season of, of living by faith. And we're going to take the, the entire year, divide it into three different sections. Uh, the first trimester or uh, four months will be living by faith. The second will be advocate hope. And the third will be to be known by love. And all these are important. We want to live it those three every day of the year. But we're going to spend a specific time, you know, based on the teachings and the classes that we offer to kind of highlight the certain topics based on this, the season that we're in. But right now we're in a, uh, a season called Living by Faith. And so we're really, really, really trying to concentrate on spiritual growth, on development, formation, really trying to, to grow in our love for God and our connection with the divine. So, you know, we have two words. And, uh, you know, Lisa, get the microphone ready because I'm really curious kind of what the, what the group says about this. But uh, we have these two words. We have belief and we have faith. And I'm curious, what, in your opinion, is the difference between belief and faith? Is there a difference? And if there is, how would you define that difference, belief versus faith? I, I think that... Um it's great, Williams, by the way. You can believe anything, but I think faith involves some action also. Mm. I think faith is probably acting more on your belief. Okay, yeah. That's good. So do you think, does faith include belief? It's almost like that rectangle versus square thing, like a, oh, a, uh, a square is a rectangle, a rectangle is a square. I mean... Yeah, I, I think having a belief is, is part of your faith. Mm. So I, I don't think you can have faith without having something to believe and have faith in. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think you can have one without the other, you know. I think they're kind of inclusive and somewhat the same, but yeah. different at the same time. Yeah, but you're, you're, you're saying that maybe uh, the faith part of that has, has a little more of an action element to it? or Yeah, it, it involves actually doing something. Yeah. You know, you know, I mean, if you believe that the message of God is love, showing love to people is how you <clears throat> act on that belief and have faith in that belief. Yeah, I mean, like what you're bringing up is true. Is like in Scripture, it does say that the, you know there were demons, I guess, in the New Testament that they believed that Jesus. But uh, it, you know, there's 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 difference between belief and and faith yeah. in that regard. Yeah. <clears throat> Next, we have Brother Chris Valentine in the house. Uh, Chris is going to share some of uh, his wisdom on this topic. <clears throat> faith is more foundational. So there's with faith, there's some. Uh, deal breakers no matter what 
if you understand what I mean. There, there, there's lines that you don't cross, regardless. You don't think of, you didn't. I mean, it's almost blasphemous to think it to even think those things. Mm. But as far as you're saying, you can't have one without the other. Mm. But you're saying beliefs change quicker than the faith would. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you got people who say, seeing is believing. And then in the five, next five seconds, and people say, you see that? Man, I don't believe it. And my, my only response is, make up your mind. Because you said the philosophy of seeing is believing. And you saw something, and you still didn't believe it. So who's lying to themselves? Me mm. and you. Mm. You know, and so it's just, you know, it's, and faith is something that you're solid on. Yeah. You're yeah. saying faith is something you're saying faith is something that you will you will put your life on the line for. Yeah. You know? I like that, man. That's that's strong. And which which leads me to another question that, that kind of whoever wants to answer can answer because I'm kind of curious about this. And recently, I think you read the book too, Jake. Uh it um it's the book called uh, The Great Spiritual Migration by uh, Brian McLaren mm-hmm. recently. And it's it's a good book to to read. It's you know, I I'm, I love uh Brian McLaren as an author cuz he kind of pushes the boundaries a little bit and kind of I, every time I read him, I find myself kind of rethinking things. And, and uh, But one of the things he writes about in, in this book is he, he challenges the notion that Christianity is a system of beliefs. I'm kind of curious to hear what you guys think about this. In fact, he says, this is what he says. It's on page two of the book. He says, for centuries, Christianity has been presented as a system of beliefs. That system of beliefs has supported a wide range of unintended consequences from colonialism to environmental destruction, uh, subordination of, of women to stigma. Uh, he, goes, he goes on and talks about just some of the things that have happened. And he continues, says, what would it mean for Christians to rediscover their faith, not as a system of beliefs, but as a just and generous way of life rooted in contemplation and expressed in compassion? that makes amends for its mistakes and is dedicated to a beloved community for all. You know, I read that idea of Christianity not being a system of belief, but more of a way of life. But how do you guys reconcile with a quote like this from McLaren? You know, I've had to wrestle with it for a while, and you may be hearing it for the first time, so you can let it sink in, but do you uh, agree with what he's saying? Could Christians migrate from defining their faith as a system of beliefs to expressing it in a loving way of life. Because, you know, I, mean, I think it's important, it's, it is important what, what, we, uh, what we believe, you know, that, that, that is important, but uh, I'm just kind of curious, you know, uh, and, you know, Leah Williams is here, she always has some insight. What, what do you got to say about this? Um. I, it just makes me think about conversations I've had in life group or conversations I've had with um, some of our friends here mm-hmm. at church, but one in particular um, with Rebecca Cole. Mm. Um, and she often talks about the difference between tradition mm. issues and salvation issues, mm. which kind of makes me think about that quote that you just said, you know, yeah. how Christianity that today kind of is a collection of the beliefs that we hold, mm-hmm. the belief that, um, you know, a man has to preach or the belief that a woman can't be an elder or the belief that a homosexual can't be a member of our church or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um, and not just Skillman, but all, mm-hmm. you know, all churches everywhere. Mm-hmm. 
And, and the, you know, the, the conversation we have frequently is, is that a tradition mm. issue or is that really a salvation issue? You know, and if you can Good break question. it down and then deconstruct our system of, you know, the beliefs that we hold upon mm-hmm. and remember that, you know, our faith is rooted in the, our belief in God, mm. you know, mm-hmm. all these other things that we've accumulated over time or translated or, or decided that that's the most important thing in the Bible yeah. for us is, is that what our faith really lies in or does our faith really lie in God mm. and the reality of him in our world? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think one of the things that uh, always strikes me about this conversation <laughs> yeah. is uh, at some point we've got to ask uh, who, who is the one determining yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, you're right. Uh, determining this, right? Yes, um, yes. Because if, if, you know, going back to Lisa's comments earlier, Leah's comments just now, Chris's comments, mm-hmm. uh, when you think about all of these different issues, what's the right way to worship? Mm. Uh, who's included and who's not included? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what's, uh, what does is, what is the early church look like versus what do we look like post-Constantine in, mm-hmm. in, in the Western church? Mm-hmm. Uh, when you think about all those questions, you know, the question behind it, or one of the questions behind it is who's the one determining? Yeah, exactly. Uh, is yeah. it uh, a group of people? Is it a scripture? Is mm-hmm. it one person? Uh, and yeah. I think one of the things that uh, gets really tricky and gets really mm-hmm. uncomfortable to think about is yeah. when the answer uh, ultimately comes back to yourself. Mm, and yeah. you say, so we have this disputable matter. We have this disagreement. We yes. hold beliefs or uh, our faith looks differently uh, mm-hmm. than somebody else's. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, the reason uh, that we're uncomfortable with that is because it comes back to I'm the one determining mm-hmm. what is correct yeah. and what is incorrect. And I think yeah. that's what uh, some of our listeners out here, yeah. our live listeners are pointing at is mm-hmm. uh, that it should never come back to me, uh, yeah. but it should come back to God. Exactly. And God is the one who determines uh, what faith looks like, what yeah. uh, true and honorable belief is. And, yeah. uh, and oh, so yeah. I think that's one of the questions that I, I personally think about is, you know, who's the one yeah. determining the right answer? <laughs> yes. I, mean, I love that too. I love that. And I believe uh, Bill Hogan, you have some that you want to say as well on the mic microphone. This is uh, brother Bill Hogan with a comment on this particular issue. I'm going to go back to the difference between faith and belief. Mm, Yes. Because you said, and it's true that belief affects faith. Mm -hmm. And your faith should always grow. It Mm. should never, never slack off. Mm -hmm. It should always go forward and become stronger. Your belief can change. It can change or it cannot change. It can. It can change. change. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if you believe something for all your life that the Bible points out is not mm-hmm. is different from mm-hmm. what you've always believed. Yes. Then you've got to change your belief. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this should make your faith grow. Mm. Yeah. But it doesn't change your faith. Yeah. I think that's good. And I think Belief that, is variable. Yeah. Faith is ongoing. Yeah. And ultimately, great. it's trust, too, right? I, th- I think yeah, uh, trust. trust could yeah, be a yeah. good synonym to the word faith. Is, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, I th- I, unfortunately, I think trust leaves out some of the action that Grant was pushing us towards earlier. Uh, and mm-hmm. I think that's a critical piece of faith. Uh, but... Uh, 
Except those trust falls. That's those, right. Those That's trust right. falls. There's a little bit of action on those. Man. We're going to be practicing those as soon as the podcast is finished <laughs> recording. And uh, our audience yeah. is going to be lucky enough to. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree, man. I, mean, I, I believe, uh, you know, I think McLaren in this text, in this particular pat, in, in his uh, book, he, he, I don't think he's like saying beliefs aren't important, you know, because uh, I think they do serve. I think we all believe something. I mean, I think we're all, uh, we can't escape belief. Belief. We're, a part, we're all people who believe in something or believe that something happens. But I think, uh, I think where, what he's calling for is not for it to end there, right? Like, it's almost like um, belief is, is like the starting point, but it should lead to a, a life that is lived with love and generosity and patience. And if the beliefs that we have aren't like leading towards that end, you know, maybe we need to reevaluate what our beliefs are, uh, because it ultimately should lead to that generous way of life. The way is what Christians were first referred to. Yeah. Uh, and so, I mean, and I think one of the things I hope that in your series that you talk about these kind of uh, these big ideas uh, is that, you know, we can kind of hit on some of these topics of belief on God, on Jesus, some of the sacraments, baptism, Lord's Supper, you know, things, these are important things to talk about. But taking that belief and propelling it and allowing it to mold us and shape us into people that look more like Jesus, now that's the magic. Mm -hmm. That's the magic right there. If we can be people who are kinder, uh, more generous, uh, loving, more forgiving. Um, And so, uh, you know, I really think that's, I'm, I'm hoping that can, and I'm hoping too that it can highlight what we might see as a disputable matter. And, uh, you know, I think that we waste, like you said earlier, I think we waste too much time talking about um, just the hours that we waste talking about issues that are maybe in the disputable category. Yeah. I think one of the uh, metaphors that uh, I'm excited uh, about personally, uh, yeah. and I, you and I have discussed this briefly a couple mm-hmm. of times, but uh, you know, when we think about these these. Uh, topics of faith, topics of mm-hmm. belief, when we talk mm-hmm. about the things that ideally are keeping us grounded in our faith and mm-hmm. are helping to propel us and, and mm-hmm. uh, that, that are helping to our faith to grow, as Bill just said, uh, I think sometimes we're tempted, uh, and, and of course this metaphor is not going to be perfect, but go along with it, <laughs> but sometimes we're yeah. tempted to build, uh, build our faith upon these beliefs almost like they are building blocks. Mm. You know, if you remember when you're a child and you're given building blocks, yeah. and uh, uh, at least uh, for me, one of the things that I did with, with those was I, I began to stack them oh, and build yeah. them one on top of the other. You know? I bet you were really good at that, man. I can just tell little, little miniature Jake. Did you wear glasses back then? Oh, yeah. I, I've been blind for a long oh, yeah. time. <laughs> so little, little, imagine little Jake with glasses with the, you know, the Lincoln logs, yeah. just building this, this tall. All right, yeah. I'm with you. So, right, so if, if we build our faith like this, you know, inevitably we have to start with a foundation. Hey, did uh, you have facial hair back then? No. Okay, no. all right. I, some would argue that I barely even have it now. All right, <laughs> all right I'm just, all right, I'm sorry, man. No, okay. I'm just that's getting okay. my mental picture in this. So uh, you inevitably start with your foundation piece. Yes. And uh, usually what you want from your foundation is, is it to be strong. Correct. And it to uh, be something that uh, as you continue to build on top of it, yes. uh, that it will be able to hold the weight. It will be able to sustain. Yeah. Uh, uh, as it gets taller, th- that the foundation will be strong enough to hold the entire thing That's right. together. That's right. yeah. yeah. And so you start with that foundation, and uh, so you, typically you start with the biggest block, mm-hmm. right? So you start with this big block. Yeah. And uh, if, if we were to use that as a metaphor for our faith, yeah. 
uh, we, we do the same thing sometimes with our faith. Mm. And we almost build it like a, like, it looks like a pyramid at the end. And so you've got mm-hmm. this huge piece, this foundational piece on the bottom. Mm-hmm. And you continue to build things on top of that. And you, you could put anything there uh, yeah. that you wanted yeah. to. Uh, you could put the Bible there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could put the faith that your parents passed down to you yeah. there. You could put uh, trust in the church. Yeah. As that, you could put any of those things as mm-hmm. foundational pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could put there um, your belief in uh, the resurrection. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could, I mean, you could put any number of things. You could yeah. put, you could put there. Uh, I prefer my churches uh, to to look a certain way. The aesthetic mm. design of the. Now, yeah. you, you shouldn't do that, but you could. <laughs> you could, yeah. Uh, and so you could put anything there, and then as you continue to build on top of those things, mm-hmm. uh, your your faith is built upon whatever that foundational piece is. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I think that's how we often. Mm-hmm. Think of our faith yeah. and uh, living in brickland. That's right. Yeah, and uh, and I, I, I'm not sure that that's the best way to do it. Mm, yeah, uh, because well, on, yeah, uh, what happens if that foundational piece that you have selected to go at the bottom doesn't hold up? Oh wow, yeah, or it's questioned, or or it's questioned, uh, yeah, or exactly. somebody tries to poke a hole in it, or you learn maybe something new that could maybe challenge that assumption. Yeah, yeah. wow, that's a and yeah, uh, good point. and so when when that happens, when mm-hmm. uh, when you have maybe a, a crisis a, or a moment of doubt in yeah. whatever that foundational piece is, yeah, uh, the whole thing comes tumbling down. Mm. Uh, so let's say let's say you put the Bible, yeah, uh, as that foundational piece, mm-hmm. and uh, and you believe a certain thing about the Bible, and you find out later in life, well. Maybe that's not the full story, or yeah, or yeah. I was wrong, or a different angle to this yeah. that I hadn't, hadn't seen before, and, yeah. uh, or somebody just mistaught me this, yeah. and mm-hmm. all of a sudden cracks start to form in that foundation, mm-hmm. and the things that you've built upon it, you know, your action, what you do, what Grant was talking about a minute ago, mm-hmm. your actions, uh, the belief in the church, um, <laughs> it um, all falls, it all down, comes man. down uh, because of one little simple thing that you were just wrong about, or yes. that somebody mistaught you, or something like. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. And so one of the things that I've uh, uh, thought about for a while, and I think you've got even a, a similar metaphor, and I'll let you share that one, but mm-hmm. is thinking of your faith uh, almost like a spider web mm. that, I love it, that is uh, built in a door frame. Yeah. And so yeah. a spider frame that's built in the door frame has multiple connecting points to the door frame. Yes. And so yes. if the spider web is your faith mm-hmm. uh, and you've got these connecting points, now you can put those those things into those webs that connect you to the door frame. Yeah, I like and that. so you know the Bible connects you to the door frame. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you do in your church community connects mm-hmm. you to the door frame. Mm-hmm. Uh, your the faith of your parents connects you to the door frame. You know? yeah. And so you've got all yeah. these different strands mm-hmm. connecting you to the door frame. And then if one of them uh, isn't as reliable as you thought, or you were just yeah. a little bit wrong about something, yes. and it begins to crumble, mm-hmm. uh, not everything comes tumbling down because it, you have other anchor points. You have That's other good, things yeah. that are holding that you holding in. Holding it up faith. together. Yeah. And, and I know that you have another uh, kind of image for that. Oh, yeah. Well, man, I love that analogy. We talked about it a little bit earlier. Um, and I kind of heard the same analogy, but also another metaphor could be like a trampoline, right? Because a trampoline has this circle in the middle, but there's different springs all around. And if for some reason one of the springs breaks, the whole trampoline doesn't crash down, uh, but the others are able to sustain it, and you can still jump and do flips and backflips and uh, touch your toes in the air, even with one or two springs that are... Uh... But, you know, I, I think it's, it's so wise what you're saying. I think so many of us have seen people treat their faith as a building block uh, where there is a foundation. And, uh, you know, if there is something that... And I think one of the reasons why there's a lot of our generation or people before us who've, who've left their faith or don't trust God anymore or the church anymore, uh, you know, maybe it could be said that they had a, 
a, a foundational view, like a, like a brick land view of their faith. So when one thing was questioned, the whole thing tumbled down and said, if I can't trust this, I can't trust anything. But, uh, man, how, in your experience and in your, just uh, your ideas, how could we live, lean into more of the spider web model versus the, the uh, brick the brick model where it's yeah, all, I think, all crash. I think it, um, I think it requires, uh, number one, a change of perspective, perhaps. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so if, mm-hmm. if you have a faith kind of built in brick land, I think what Bill just said a moment ago is going to be incredibly hard, that beliefs can change over time. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't mean that your faith is changing. That doesn't mean your faith isn't strong. But it just means that you're learning and yeah. you're growing and you're changing. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and so uh, perhaps you might need to begin to broach, I need a, I need a new attitude. I yeah. need to think about things a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then once you do that, I think, uh, I think our tribe is really strong on mm-hmm. uh, the Bible. We know yes. that we know the Bible well, yeah, we typically in our yeah, tribe. And so it might require us to, to begin to encounter some of these other strands mm-hmm. that can mm-hmm. help to anchor us. Uh, yeah. Cause oh, we yeah. might not be very good in church history mm-hmm. uh, as church of Christers. And maybe, mm-hmm. maybe there's some that are, yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I'm, probably not that strong. I'm trying to be, but I'm not that strong in church history. And so uh, encountering yeah. these other potential ways that we can anchor ourselves to the faith by being encouraged by Christians throughout the centuries mm-hmm. or uh, uh, diving deep into the life of the church. I mean, all of these different things can be anchor points. Yeah. And so oh, yeah. uh, spending time with them as well, uh, in addition to uh, continuing to, to believe uh, and, and to read scripture and be formed by it, uh, and so I think a change of attitude and then also dedicating time and effort into uh, these potential other anchor points. Yeah, man. And I like what you said earlier, too, about, uh, you know, we can be very convicted about our beliefs. I mean, on fire for our beliefs. But how, how you said it, too, I think uh, we, can, we can also we can, uh, be, hold it with an open hand. So you can be convicted and on fire, but also we should encourage discussion about it or challenging that. Uh, always, uh, we should never be to the point where we're not going to listen to any person who may disagree or have a different insight. But it doesn't negate being passionate about it or firmly believing it. But you know, almost holding it strong, but with with a hand that's that's loose. Always questioning, always searching, always on the journey. I think that reminds me of uh, one of the things that you said a couple weeks ago too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is uh, don't just believe us. Oh, yeah, right? you know, exactly. exactly. Uh, don't just believe what we say. <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, we're, we're doing our best to, to be trustworthy and, and to, yeah. to uh, honor the text exactly. and, and to live faithfully uh, on this journey. But don't, don't just believe us. Yeah, don't believe we, the word we say. Because we said it. You know? <laughs> just because we said it, yeah. Uh, uh, do, do yeah. the work. Uh, exactly. Take the time to engage the ideas. Fact check us. Uh, yeah, for sure. And yeah. uh, it, it should be as easy as Googling. Uh, yeah. Now, of course, you gotta you gotta be a little cautious sometimes with Google, but yeah. Uh, but you know, oh, yeah. if if you have questions, Google <laughs> it or come talk to us and let's let's keep the thing going and yeah, and let's know, man. study together. Yeah, exactly. And we shouldn't be afraid of that, man. We should we should. I, I hope that as a community of faith, uh, what, we, what we hope for this community is that we're not afraid for these discussions. Uh, we're not afraid to talk about it. Uh, you know, when I was in, kind of talking about this metaphor of brickland versus the spider web, you know, I remember there was a friend in, uh, in college, and he came in, in his freshman year, and he had a very um, a literal view of Scripture, and he firmly believed that the creation story was uh, 24-hour periods. So on day one, it was 24 hours. On day two, it was 24 hours. He was very dead set because of some of the phrasings. There was morning, there was evening the first day. 
uh, never, you know, never mind there wasn't a son created yet on, on some of them, but uh, he, uh, he, where there were some discussions in uh, the church about possibly the day not being 24 hours, but extending for more time. And I remember him um, leaving the church distraught. And I remember following him outside, and I said, I can't, I can't believe this. If I can't trust Genesis, what it says in Genesis, I can't trust anything. Uh, which was almost, uh, and he, I don't think he ever came back, you know, but, but whenever that belief was questioned, he, he couldn't trust anything in Scripture. He couldn't trust the, uh, what the words of Jesus, because if it wasn't literal, then what could you trust? And so I think, you know, that in and of itself uh, could be, you know, kind of thinking about what Brickland or that this idea of, but, but really holding these, these beliefs, hold, it's all it's holding you up. But op- being welcome and, and, and uh, encouraging some discussion and not being afraid of that. Yeah, I think that's, that's uh, something that I'm, I'm very mm. interested in, mm. is being a part of a community that mm. isn't, uh, isn't living their faith out of fear. Yes. And, uh, yeah, and yeah. If, if belief and faith are connected, as we talked about, uh, and if we're, the starting point is fear, uh, we, we've already missed the story. I mean, yes. we've, we've misread the Bible. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, mm. Like, what does it matter if we can't agree about this or that mm-hmm. if we are starting in fear? Because we've already missed the whole thing. Yeah, that's right. Because it's a story and, about love. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so uh, I think that's something that I'm very interested in, too, is, is finding ways to start these conversations not based in a place of fear, yeah. uh, but based in a place of trust in God and trust mm-hmm. in one another and yes. uh, seeking to do what's best uh, mm-hmm. for one another because of our faith. Amen, brother. Hey, well, uh, yeah, unfortunately, I bet we have we got to cut it short because it's about, I don't know how long it's been on the podcast but uh, you know what? There's good news. There's always next week, all right? So those that are in the audience here, we're going to continue our discussion on uh, faith uh, next week because we're going to begin a sermon series starting not this, uh, well, when you're listening to it, it'll be next Sunday on uh, living by faith, looking really deep into Hebrews chapter 11, uh, which draws upon and really brings to life what a person of faith looks like in some of the the, the characteristics of that kind of lifestyle. So uh, we'll continue this conversation on faith, go, go deep. And, and again, uh, we appreciate as a listener your patience and your grace. You know, we're on this journey with you. So if we said something today that may have, uh, you know, caused you to question, man, come talk to us. We'd love to learn from your perspective about what, what you feel on this. I want to thank every, everybody here, the audience of two, four, six, eight because there's two, uh, you know, <laughs> two babies here as well, uh, Thomas and Hugh, um, who if they ever wanted to say something, we would give them a mic. You know, so That's right. It's open. Yeah, he would. But uh, again, uh, <laughs> we're so thankful. And, uh, and again, uh, the purpose of this is to, to continue the conversation. So whether you're arriving at your house right now after your commute home, whether the dishes are done, whether you finished walking the dog, thank you for taking time to listen. This is episode two of continuing the conversation, episode three of continuing the conversation, episode four. Oh, and we're going to close out with the one and only Thomas William. Close us out and drop the mic. Yes, amigo. Hello, Tomingo.